0: Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95.
1: With the Goal Mile, proudly supported by AID. Register at GoalMile.org to make a difference. You will be getting together ingredients and food in preparation for the big day, Christmas Day. So to help us along the way, we have Limerick Food Consultant Chef. Tom Flavin with us, a very good friend of the show. Good morning to you. And I know you'll be back with us this day next week to talk about all the cooking. But in the lead up to Christmas week, um, if you want, for example,
0: a good quality fresh turkey, should it be ordered now? Absolutely. It should probably be ordered last week. um, Go to your local butcher. It's the best place to get it. Um, Have a chat with them and see what they have, see what size they have. And do you really need a turkey? Do you need a big turkey? Would a turkey crown be enough? Would a turkey fillet be enough? You know, it's always the case where there's turkey left over days and days afterwards. You know, I would say less is more. You don't need an absolutely massive turkey depending on how many you're cooking for. We always seem to overdo it here in Ireland. Mm. Is there a shortage given the bird flu reports, have you heard? There is a shortage, definitely, and especially shortage of Irish turkeys. There are quite a few farmers have had to cull, but that's why it's important now to get your order in. And how do
1: you decide on size?
0: I suppose, um, like, a, a, let's talk to the butcher. You know, a 16-pound turkey would be enough for probably 8 or 10 people, you know. And then you need to ask yourself, are you having starters? Are you having a soup? Are you going to have canopies? What size of an actual main course would you? are you going to put on the plate? So a lot of the time, we all, we, as I said, we, we get... Turkey is way too big for what, for even for the oven that we have. You need to consider all these things. And that's what you need to start planning now, this week or even last week. Um, how big is your oven? What else do you need to cook in the oven? You know, are you, and it's great. No, don't get me wrong. It's absolutely fantastic that we can have parties and people will be having big dinners for 20, 30 people. All the cousins might be coming. You know, there's there's so many different, I suppose, elements to it. Mm. But it's brilliant to have it back and people back in the house.
1: And I mean, clearly you would be very used in your career to um, cooking for huge numbers at times, or certainly very big numbers. And as you said there, you know, there could be unusually in a home, lots yeah. of people around the table. And, and the thinking around that is very different from,
0: you know, a Sunday roast, isn't it? Absolutely. And you have to plan around the equipment you have. There's no point in inviting 30 people over for dinner if you only have a small little domestic size oven. You you probably need to, you know, maybe serve the, the ham cold at that stage, you know, and just heat the turkey only and maybe don't go for the roast potatoes because there's not room in the oven for them. You know, have mashed potatoes instead, or steamed potatoes, or boiled potatoes. You know, you know, and that's the planning you need to do now. Should you be delegating roles as well? this Absolutely, far absolutely, and especially when the you know when you have people invited that you might only see once or twice a year, and you might you know. Let's let's call a spade a spade. You, know, you mightn't always enjoy their company. Try and give them the jobs that are maybe away from you, you know, because they'll always have people's opinions that oh, you should have this and you should have that, and we won't be putting so much butter, and you know, you'll have the people watching over your shoulder. It's all about the butter. Come on, just yeah, put I, it in. I imagine that's very frustrating when that goes on. Yeah, but there's ways about managing them. You know, give them a nice job out in the dining room, setting the table, or getting them to you know wipe the condensation off the windows or something like that. You know. Far, Tom, you like jobs. a man with <laughs>
1: experience there, <laughs> <laughs> um, and, and and other things that you can do now to try and minimise the level of work on Christmas Eve and
0: Christmas Day, uh, Tom. I well, make sure you have enough cutlery, crockery, you know, because a lot of the time these kind of parties haven't had haven't had for maybe two or three years now. You know, so you need to just maybe do a restock on your on your cutlery, crockery, glasses. If you're having 20 people, which not everybody will have, but some people will and it might be their first time. You know, how many plates do you have? Do you have enough plates for your starter? You don't have to rewash them for your main course, you know, and you don't rewash them for your dessert. Just do an inventory and make sure that you have the equipment you need to serve the the meal. Have enough glasses, you know, if there are one or two broken, will there be enough yeah, we're chatting to executive chef and food consultant Tom Flavin. Um, that, that's a great
1: point. That, you know, for, I mean, last Christmas, it was managed to an extent, wasn't it? You know, in, f- in yeah. fact, the two COVID Christmases, they uh, allowed, you know, a reasonable lifting of restrictions in and around Christmas Day because it's seen as psychologically, as much as everything else, such an important mid winter. Um,
0: event. But at the same time, people were being more yeah. cautious. There were fewer numbers in most cases. There were, and I think it was limited to 10 or 12. You know, it wasn't a lot. And and this time, people, it's two or three years down the line, people, for example, will have been in their new house for the last two years and would, be like, would like to show off. You know, and it's the first time Showing off to the in-laws and the you know the cousins or whoever it might be the brothers or the sisters and just run through it in your head write and write everything down I'm a, I'm a I'm a stickler for lists write out your list like, from start to finish what cutlery you need for your starter what plates you're going to serve it on. Mm. stack them up, count them, count them again
1: um, Marie is wondering is the cost of produce reflected this year in
0: prices, are you seeing a huge increase in the price of good food? Absolutely, yeah, yeah, and especially dairy and butter you know, proteins they are and should they, and you have to accept that the cost of feed has gone through the roof so we just have to maybe, even though I am one for butter and cream, maybe reduce a little bit on what you're putting into your stuffing now and in your mash and let people add a little bit more you know, we just need to watch watch the pennies should the Christmas cake already be made? Absolutely. Should be made already, yes, definitely. And you should be soaking it at The pudding, you should be putting a few drops of brandy or whiskey into it. Well, the the pudding on.
1: should have been... I mean, a lot of people seem to do the pudding right after the previous Christmas, do they?
0: Yeah, well, soak the fruit. Yeah, yeah. And sometimes the fruit can be soaked for even for the 12 months before. You know, yeah. if you have a bit left over from this and, year's... And what are
1: you soaking it in?
0: Brandy, whiskey, that kind of porter. <laughs> Just And sweeten it up with a bit of sugar and honey as well, of course. <laughs> Um, and another listener wondering, could you have sauces made in advance of Christmas Day or is it all down to the mixing of juices of food on the day? Well, you do need to keep the juice from the roasting of the turkey, but absolutely have your stocks made, have your sauce even made. You know, m- my sauce for Christmas Day is in the freezer. You know, you don't want to be worrying about that the week before. There's enough things to be doing. You know, what I, what we do in our house, is we keep the carcass from the chicken from weeks beforehand roast them off, make a stock, reduce it down to, a, you know, a really thick kind of a gravy and then add the juices and the turkey on the day. Mm. And the veg
1: then and prep for that and when it
0: can be done? A lot of that can be done the day before. You know, a lot of the, the, the boiled vegetables, steamed vegetables, if you're doing a gratin and a veg or roasted root vegetables, all these type of vegetables can be done the day before and just reheat it on the day. Why would you be stressing out? But look, it, it's easy for me to say because I've been doing it for hundreds of people for the last probably 30 years, but you know, it, it makes so much sense and makes so much easier. But make sure you have enough room in your fridge. Tom, what about the ham? The ham, it's good. For me, the ham is nice to cook it a day before or maybe two days before because you can have a good chunk of it before Christmas Day. You know, Christmas <laughs> Eve is <laughs> lovely and a bit of brown bread. And have enough. Make sure you have enough ham. And
1: simpler starters rather than more complex starters, what would you recommend?
0: Yeah, I'd be all for that. I'd be all for something like a cheese starter. You know, there's lovely local cheeses, goat's cheese is gorgeous. A bit of black pudding is gorgeous, you know, and it's versatile. You can have it for the breakfast. You can have it as a canopy. You can have it with your with a salad for a starter. You know, there's so many different things. Double-baked prawns are delicious as well, but a lot of the time half of them are at before they even get to the starter. Yeah, yeah, I mean, you're going to think I'm a phenomenal fellow
1: now because I, I said at home, you know, sherry trifle, look, you know, that's really kind of only been made
0: for me, so... Sure. No, no need for sherry trifle, just just, just one dessert, right? <laughs> well, there's, there's, if you are having 20 people around, I'm sure there's going to be a lot of different desserts served. You can have something chocolatey, something fruit, something tart, you know, something you, know, you creamy. That,
1: that adds to the work, doesn't it, in the price,
0: It practice? does, but the sherry, a lot of the sherry trifle can be made a couple of days in advance as well. If you do a nice jelly, you know, put lots of flavours into it. Do something to, with a twist, you know, yeah. add some cranberries to it for a bit of a tartiness. And you mentioned it briefly, but is the freezer one of
1: your best friends?
0: For certain things, definitely. Yes, definitely. You know, you can, you know, for soups and sauces and that kind of stuff, absolutely put it, you know, it won't make an awful lot of difference. But just and one little tip is when you are, if you do make a nice amount of stock, reduce it to a small amount and put it into maybe two or three cartons so you don't have to defrost the whole lot of it if you don't need to.
1: Yeah. And I presume the other point about the build up, the prep, and we'll talk maybe about the, the cooking a bit more next week, say so we might be talking about a drink to accompany uh, it as well, is accepting the fact that, something might be forgotten, but it's not the end of the world. And you know what? There might be someone sitting around the table who isn't happy with X, Y, or Z. Kind of. There you go. Like, that's that's yeah. life. I mean, you know, in, in, in homes it's not like when you were doing your yeah. business where there was money being paid to the top-class chef and the staff and the, you know, it's, it's it's a different gig, this.
0: Absolutely. And the cooker is never too far from the dining room if they aren't too happy with it. Off they go. <laughs> you know? Exactly, Tom. Yeah. <laughs> Exactly. Invite them around to cook their own dinner. Yeah, yeah. Um,
1: and of course you love Christmas and for many years you couldn't do it at all and you used to do fish and chips but I presume because your your structure yeah. of work is a bit different you'll be going for the more traditional meal yes, this year.
0: Yes, yes, definitely. I've had turkey already once this this um, December but I, I I can't wait for the turkey this year. All but right. it's different when you're not looking at 6,000 of them every year. And just remind listeners where they can find you online, Tom? Um, flavin.ie is my website or you can contact me through um, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, that type of way, you know, there's so many different lines of communication, or just Google. Brilliant, great. Always fab to see you. As I say, we'll have you back this day next
1: week, and we'll talk a little bit about the drink to accompany the meal as well. But thanks for telling us about the prep, and where people's heads should be at, and what they should be doing, what is it, nine or ten days out. Limerick Food Consultant and Chef Tom Flaffin. Thank you, Tom. Thank you, Joe.
0: Your views, your news, your limerick today, with Joe Nash on Live 95.